वेलकम टू द केमी पॉडकास्ट बाय द अमेरिकन केमिकल सोसाइटी बॉम्बे कॉलेज ऑफ फार्मेसी स्टूडेंट चैप्टर आई एम साक्षी प्रेसिडेंट ऑफ द चैप्टर एंड आई विल बी देयर विद यू ऑल अलोंग द जर्नी ऑफ लर्निंग एंड डाइविंग डीपर इनटू द वर्ल्ड ऑफ केमिस्ट्री टुडेस एपिसोड इज वेरी स्पेशल ऑफ कोर्स इट इज द फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट एंड वी आल्सो हैव एज गेस्ट आवर वेरी ओन फैकल्टी को एडवाइजर डॉक्टर एल्विस मार्टिस He holds a PhD in pharmaceutical chemistry and has an expertise in CAD. Our primary host for today is Khushali Nathani, a final year B-Pharm student who also happens to be the events coordinator of the chapter. She was very curious about this field and she also needed some help in her project. So, I would call upon Khushali to begin with her questions she has for Dr. Elvis. So let us listen to the conversation and help ourselves knowing more about computer aided drug design and how computers rule the world of chemistry. Your expertise is in the domain of computer aided drug design. But how did you enter this field? Will you please share your journey with us? Uh, sure khushali hi sakshi hi khushali so thank you for uh, inviting me for this first podcast uh, and i'm very excited to share about my experience about how i landed up into this field so uh, uh, i had interest in com- computers and in chemistry but uh, when i began my bpharm had no idea that these two fields could be worked on together so uh, in somewhere around my third year professor evans kutino is one of the pioneers in this field had come to give a small lecture in our college so that is how i was introduced that there is a field where computers and chemistry go hand in hand and basically you could do a lot of chemistry without even going to the lab and that is when i started uh, reading about a little more how how do we go things and uh, who is actually Ev- professor evans putino a little more in depth so that i could uh, probably plan and come and work with him and here is i landed up as his master student and then continued with him for his phd and i have been using uh, computers to understand chemistry of biomolecules and small molecules which ultimately turn out your drug and this is a short journey of uh, how i landed up in this field uh, merely uh, 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 merely out of interest and you know curiosity how 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 our computers used to do something we never thought about beyond test tubes yes this is this is my story Oh thank you sir for sharing your experience. How can we use computers to understand chemistry and how they aid in drug design? Okay so basically if you uh, see the drug uh, pharmacology the drug has to go and bind to its receptor which is nothing but a chemistry uh, of non covalent chemistry where the drug binds and sits into a cavity where uh, where it's supposed to modulate the activity of the uh, other function of the receptor okay so basically this is what we call it as non covalent chemistry so uh, because of x-ray crystallography and so much of uh, uh, of genetic engineering we now understand the structure of the proteins and how how the drug binds or how the substrate binds to the drug cavity so based on that knowledge we have many software programs that allow us to you know specifically change the structure of the substrate or of the known inhibitor and for that we have uh, something called as structure based drug design methods 
which allow you to just change a small uh, make a small modification in the structure and allow you to find out the binding affinity okay so uh, it could be uh, uh, it could be like it could bind better or uh, worse than the previous previous drug and so this is a kind of an iterative process where you go on making changes and try to find out the binding affinity in the binding cavity which is which was experimentally determined by x-ray crystallography or one of uh, any of the techniques available to the uh, molecular biologists and based on that we can we can judge so many things in the receptor pocket uh, and find out the exact uh, nature of the interaction that the new drug is going to make uh, with the receptor this is one part of it the other part of it is most sometimes we uh, we cannot find out the, the structure of the receptor because it is too complex too big to look at or or it is uh, the moment it is taken out of its natural physiological uh, uh, environment the the integrity of the structure breaks down for that we have something called as uh, ligand based approaches like uh, we take some known drugs for instance you must have studied in your b farm that there are so much of nsaids so we look at the nsaid structures itself not at the receptor where they bind and based on that we try to suggest modifications in the structure uh, uh, and see if uh, if they uh, they modulate the same they they they're able to exhibit the same function okay so because there is there's a uh, there's a saying in uh, in uh, biology or in chemistry that like structures tend to have like biological activity okay this is this is everything done in computers uh, uh, just by making small small structures in a screen sitting on uh, using the software uh, and then you find out whether the drug is looking same and then you can make small small biostatistic replacement that you must have studied in your textbook and see what is the effect on the structure on the function and uh, uh, this is you know to uh, in a nutshell this is uh, something very simply can put up otherwise there are so many methods uh, to uh, to work around based on a particular problem you are working in a discovery setup but this is general every method you take will either fall in a structure based method or a ligand based method based on the information you have about uh, the the problem at hand well that was very interesting but i recently came to know that around 150 million animals are being used for research worldwide so how does this technology help in reducing the animal experiments okay so yeah rightly said there have been uh, many unnecessary animal sacrifices for the drug discovery process which uh, which up to now before before the era of computer drug design and uh, machine learning which was kind of mandated because a new drug which is not even tested in any uh, uh, any living organism could not be directly uh, directly administered to humans it could be way toxic then you know uh, and it could be even dangerous and catastrophic sometimes so now for days or what we called as quantitative structure property property activity relationship we can try to develop a, a kind of a mathematical model which tells you about its uh, chemical properties and biological properties and toxicological properties uh, or toxicity propensities just by looking at the structures and some chemical properties and try to understand that whether this this drug is going to be toxic non toxic highly active not active or or you can say what could be the possible side effects that is now the machine learning algorithms are trying to find out that now we know the structure of many drugs their toxicological profiles of many drugs based on that the machine learning is going to tell you the drug that you have synthesized or you will going you are going to uh, or you will synthesize in the lab is going to be toxic or non toxic what could be its metabolic stability and what is the possibility uh, uh, 
uh, possible viability profiles and so on and so forth so when i use everything in computers no, uh, taking from the known knowledge okay then at the initial stages where uh, earlier the animal sacrifices were uh, kind of said unnecessary because uh, at the early stage there are too many too many molecules to be screened out before before you know taking some few molecules to the clinical trials at this stage at the preclinical stage i can use machine learning in fact um, in fact european union has now mandated that if you have a have a good strong robust machine learning algorithm we will allow you to test those uh, few molecules uh, or a uh, few lead molecules uh, or drug like molecules and only small set of animals and the early pre filtering should be done on machine learning algorithms which is which uh, i have not i have no idea about this regulation in india but european union has strictly mandated that the animal uh, uh, use should be should be strictly reduced to only final final compounds and not for any of the hits uh, uh, so you can you have to use machine learning or uh, computer aided algorithms there uh for that so this is this the pre filtering is like it's it's uh inexpensive you are not using any animals and so that you can you can screen a lot of molecules without harming any of the uh animal lives now diving deeper into the subject what is basically computer aided drug design and what are its objectives in rational drug designing okay so as i said earlier rational drug design of uh, our simply we call it as uh, design or rational design process is kind of an innovative process you know where you are feeding in a lot of information to the computer that is already known in in the public data banks or known chemistry from so many primary sources or secondary sources and now the computer starts to learn that this structure has particular properties okay and this properties that now i'm going to modulate some properties and to see what what effects it shows okay so this is kind of an iterative process where i am feeding in information first from experiments and then i'm making some changes which are uh, which which are molecules that are yet to be made in the lab okay so it's like it's like i'm just using the mathematical power of the computer to find out or to to solve so many mathematical equations that are necessary to solve uh, the Uh, solve the structure and solve the uh, and can compute so many properties for a molecule and then understand the relation of this properties to the to the structure so based on that i get i get a simple or sometimes a complicated uh, mathematical structure uh, mathematical equation this equation now since we are uh, with once equation we have an equation it is easy for you to explain what is happening so what structure uh, what changes in the structure are uh, and what is the possibility of changes in the uh, chemical or the physiological properties so even uh, you since you are using a computer which is uh, which is meant for computing an equation makes it so much easier for the computer and for you to understand the drug discovery the chemistry in terms of mathematics so it's like you know um, now once you have some kind of information you can you can teach the computer about that process and then the next changes the computer will tell you if you make this changes this is going to be the effect or if you make that changes that is going to be the effect so this is the advantage of computer that now everything has become automated and you get a, a lot of uh, uh, drug discovery ideas just by drawing a few structures on a computer and it will do many things for you this is what is the machine learning and the artificial intelligence is now moving towards so while doing computer aided drug design what are the advances and challenges one faces okay the advances are like there are so many things there are so many uh, so many things that uh, you can do this is completely automated process okay 
somebody who do not understand the entire computer aided drug design algorithm can also d- become a good drug discovery scientist because he just has to understand the structure and the function of it rest all is now automated process then you have a lot of medicine chemist who want to you know want to get a lead ideas very quickly so that they could uh, test in the lab this is the another advantage apart from the activity you can get a lot of properties like your absorption distribution metabolism and excretion and toxic toxicological profiles even before you have actually synthesized that molecule in the lab you can you can get idea of the drug drug interaction you can get an idea of how how much bioavailable could be will it be orally active or orally not active will it be stable by a first pass metabolism or not so many ideas can be gone uh, so, uh, from be uh, from be learned from algorithm these are the great advantages the disadvantages are sometimes the machine algorithms have errors in it okay and uh, sometimes the errors are 10% errors 15% errors and sometimes uh, unless you actually go and make the molecule in the lab you have absolutely no idea about how is it going to behave so sometimes you might land up with a good molecule which was predicted by the computer to be excellent every profile was in a green zone it was not toxic it was uh, everything in the right area correctly absorbed correctly distributed then no uh, no uh, no active metabolite that could be toxic and it was you know more than 90% excreted in 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 the correct interval of time but yet when you actually made that molecule in the lab and did all these experiments you found that none of these matches sometimes there are a lot of things uh, that we have still to understand from biology because biology is yet a very complicated process that uh, how is it absorbed exactly how is it distributed sometimes we don't know whether it will be active absorption or passive absorption or how is the distribution how much uh, how much albumin binding will be or how much free bind, uh, free it will be so these are some uh, some uncertainties that we still struggling and still finding out these are the greatest advantages that not always that computer predicts a good molecule and actually lands up a good molecule but th- there are a lot of examples that computer has predicted and uh, the uh, molecule has turned out be very similar to what it was so this is these some advantages and disadvantages uh, uh, about computer drug design we see nowadays there is advancement in computers and technology but then too i have observed many people who know about this subject very well but they tend to miss out on the practical applications like in this case without the tools and technology no one can understand it so can you give us a brief idea on the kinds of software needed for the drug design and development okay so uh, software depends on actually what you want to do so initially i mentioned that there are structure based drug design and ligand based drug design approaches based on whatever information you have so when you have the receptor information known the binding in- binding site known or one of the two inhibitors or substrate known uh, uh, because of which the binding uh, binding site was identified by an x-ray crystallographer or a nmr spectroscopist based on that we use a two, we use a, a, a algorithm called as molecular docking it just simulates how the drug how, how the uh, theoretical uh, structures will go and bind to it whether whether the binding will be same as what we seen experimentally the uh, uh, similar to the substrate or similar to one of the inhibitors what we are st- trying to study or it is going to be something differently so we have uh, uh, a very famous uh, schrodinger suit of programs which uh, which uh, which is uh, till uh, i mean today it's kind of a very uh, expensive yet very accurate tool and they have a program called as glide which is which is uh, 
which does all this docking and structure based drug design work very automated you have to just draw the structure and you know tell that you have to sit in this place and the and the, the software does uh, on its own so schrodinger is one that we have uh, extensively used there are other uh, other suits like there is flexx docking uh, there is autodock vena which is a free source of it uh, uh, open source algorithm which is as which could be as accurate as slide okay so there are various tools based on what question you are asking if you are talking about ligand based drug design so there are a lot of uh, uh, softwares like autoqs okay and there are a catalyst pharmacopo development which which takes information from the known ligands or known inhibitors or known drugs in the market for a particular uh, uh, area you are looking after and then it is going to draw you a pharmacopoeic map which is an hypothetical structure or hypothetical map of the molecule how your active molecule would look like or what are the minimal features uh, the structure should possess to have a particular activity for that we have uh, catalyst hip hop there are so many software there are pharmacists and some of them are free some of them are academically licensed for a fee depending on the question there are plethora of softwares and it would be very difficult for me to list all of them because they may they may be ranging from a few hundreds to a few thousands uh, of them well we all know 21st century is known as the new media age amongst them artificial intelligence and machine learning are one of the flourishing areas of research so how are they related to the field of pharmacy and diagnosis uh well uh now we are living in an age of uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence everything that you look around uh is somehow had an influence of artificial intelligence uh, which is uh, in the background uh, which is actually a machine learning in in case of pharmaceutics i had given a lot of information till now that the drug discovery process finding of the structure the finding of the properties and uh, then prediction of the uh, uh, active properties or activity biological activity toxicological profile these are all uh, uh, are now done using machine learning and artificial intelligence but then i would like to speak about a little bit of uh, diagnostics so if you see diagnostics is a kind of a subjective process if you look at an x ray or if you look at an angiogram of a person a two different cardio cardiologist or two different uh, orthopedic will look at it a little slightly differently you know uh, it's kind of a subjective in picture so but then if you train if you train a computer algorithm or a computer to look at an angiograms of a, of a person who needs a bypass surgery who needs an angioplasty or who is an healthy person okay if you can give enough of the knowledge of this to a computer and then when you feed when a new angiogram comes up or new x-ray comes up and you feed it to the computer the computer will exactly tell you that okay uh, uh, according to what knowledge i have and what what you're feeding me this this person whoever this uh, uh, angiogram belongs to needs an angioplasty at two places okay and it may give you the exact locations of the two places okay or it can tell you that this person has a severe heart disease and it needs an open heart surgery or something or or it may even if he's uh, uh, complaining of an heart uh, uh, chest pain or uh, some uneasiness yet his uh, angiogram is clear and he probably doesn't have an heart disease heart disease and it could be something else so the diagnostic field is you know learning a lot from uh, from uh, from this artificial intelligence and machine learning because they're trying to take out the small small biases and subjectiveness while they're reading the, the reading the angiograms and reading this x-ray plots uh for for the drug discovery processes i have already given you a lot of examples about how it is changing fields now uh, not only uh, about drug discovery we recently heard uh, heard about the alpha code from google that uh, they solved a 50 year old pro- problem 
that given a sequence can you predict the tertiary structure of the protein so that artificial intelligence program by google and deepmind already has done that they have taken a structure uh, and uh, the structure that this new the primary sequence of it and they have folded the structure exactly how it is uh, experimentally done and this is this is why this is i think a uh, uh, a good news or a uh, uh, news to celebrate that artificial intelligence was able to solve a uh, uh, and 50 year old problem with the chemical biologist or the structural biologist are still couldn't solve it uh, uh, very easy now that it makes that given a sequence you can find the structure of the protein and some of the proteins which could not be crystallized because uh, of uh, the losing of integrities earlier now that we can think of and many of the uh, uh, structures or the uh, the physiological targets which were very seriously known for some cancers or some cns disorders can now be solved very easily and drugs could be developed using computer aided drug design now coming to the last question of the evening what message would you give to our young budding researchers okay so uh, i am also a young budding researcher uh, if you allow me to say that but uh, the first and foremost thing is you got to read a lot because uh, now that machine is learning quite well we also have to learn uh, equally well for that so we, first thing i would recommend everybody there is no shortcut to success you have to read read and read that is the first first and foremost uh, uh, step in your research career second is be open to ideas sometime your stupidest ideas could have been a, a, you know a path breaking idea so just be open to ideas be open to thoughts uh, work hard as possible there is no no shortcut for hard work of course sometimes you could be lucky sometimes you would not be lucky but keep working hard luck will all, luck always favors the hard working uh yes i guess uh, that's all i want to say for all these young budding researchers is just read read and read Thank you so much Dr Elvis for enlightening us with your knowledge and experience. I am sure the listeners would have enjoyed and learned a lot about new things. Last but not the least, it was great to have you here and thank you so much for joining us for the very first episode of this podcast. Thank you so much I also enjoyed talking to you.